I want to help you understand the difference between soft tissue damage and hard tissue damage as a general topic. My name is Dr. Philip Oob and I'm a functional medicine doctor who practices healing from the inside and improving mobility and function and decreasing pain without using pharmaceuticals. One of the procedures I like to use is called PRP or stem cell therapy or some of you know it as prolotherapy and this is a good use for both soft tissue and hard tissue. So we're going to go through what is the difference between soft tissue, hard tissue, what are some things that you can do to to improve function and then we're going to talk about which procedure maybe you would consider using if you are still struggling with either of these problems. So first of all I want to show you a video of one of my patients who came to see me for a stem cell therapy consult. He gave me approval to use this video and he came to me because he was having pretty bad hip pain. He limped into my office using a cane as you'll see in the video and what I was able to explain to him was that yes he does in fact have hard tissue disease but the majority of his problems were soft tissue. He's had arthritis for years if not decades so why all of a sudden two months ago did he go from hiking all around to acutely in pain difficulty walking it's because his underlying heart tissue disease or arthritis or cartilage damage led to soft tissue inflammation soft tissue being uh, muscle tendons ligaments once those soft tissues were inflamed he had a drastic reduction in mobility and a, a drastic increase in pain so what we were able to do was provide him with physical therapy and in order to start recruiting new muscles and decreasing the inflammation with dry needling he he was able to get remarkable improvement without touching him with PRP or stem cells just in one day. You'll see this video coming up how he had no treatment, um, walked back and forth in my office, and then had dry needling physical therapy, and then afterwards was able to walk much better. Now his pain was still there, but overall much better. So don't take it from me. Watch the video real quick. Okay, and go ahead and walk back. Wow. When you're ready. Go. The knee is still pinching a little bit, but that's a lot better than being with a cane. My gosh, that's awesome. Now, as you can tell, he had dramatic improvement in his mobility after this dry needling session. That is a perfect example of how much improvement you can get by managing soft tissue and not just attacking the hard tissue. So for example, no one replaces a joint without doing physical therapy afterwards. And that's one of the key components in regenerating the muscle tissue, tendons, ligaments that need to be restored after a joint is kind of ripped out and metal ones are put in. So if you're struggling from soft tissue injury, then there's a few things I would recommend. First of all, what is a soft tissue injury? So a soft tissue injury is gonna be like a tennis elbow or a golfer's elbow, plantar fasciitis, which is a common um, issue that affects many people every day, uh, Achilles tendonitis, rotator cuff syndrome, any of the issues that normally start up out of nowhere and are pretty painful. Arthritis is typically a very slow growing issue that, yeah, occasionally I wake up in the morning with pain and then it gets worse and worse to where I can't even move in the morning. That's arthritis. It's slow going and, and degenerative. That's why we call it degenerative joint disease. Just to clarify, there are a few terms that are synonymous. So bone on bone, arthritis, osteoarthritis, loss of cartilage, those are all saying the same thing. It's arthritis, it's damage to the cartilage, bone on bone because you've lost the cartilage. Those are all synonymous. 
So if you have arthritis, you really want to check your inflammation because if you're developing arthritis and that's saying that you're damaging your cartilage because of wear and tear, potentially if you were an athlete or a gymnast or something like that, but if you're wearing out your joints, chances are you're inflamed and you might even have low-grade autoimmunity. So first step is to get that under control. One of the things we frequently use in functional medicine to reduce inflammation and improve arthritis um, pain or reduce it is we use curcumin. Curcumin is a spice that's well known and it's shown powerful anti-inflammatory effects. CBD oil is the new guy to the market that seems to be making a powerful difference. So CBD oil can reduce your, your pain and inflammation. The dosages on those are curcumin, 500 milligrams twice a day, although you can take much more. And then CBD oil is uh, 10 to 15 milligrams per day. Metagenics came out with a new version of curcumin that has some fenugreek and boswellia, which are also shown to improve absorption of curcumin and also it reduces the inflammation and helps with joint pain. So those are a few things you can do. Fish oil is of course the needed components that you need to turn off inflammation. So while it may not have a powerful anti-inflammatory effect, you certainly have a better chance of kicking the inflammatory fire with enough fish oil. And that's about 2000 milligrams per day. So of course, anytime you have soft tissue injury, you wanna rest, you wanna stop using that, it, that area because it's inflamed and it's damaged and it needs time to recover. If you're an athlete or if you've let it rest and recover and it still hasn't gone away, the next step is to do physical therapy and then consider PRP. So if we use PRP, what that is, is that's prolotherapy. PRP is harnessing your own body's healing potential to restore the tendon, ligaments, um, soft tissue injuries that are going on. PRP can be used for arthritis, but primarily it's used for soft tissue injuries. So you golfers elbows and tennis elbows and rotator cuff, plantar fasciitis, any of those itis syndromes other than arthritis um, can be benefited with PRP, especially if it's a chronic condition. When we do PRP, we harness your blood, we draw blood and we spin it down, we isolate your platelets, and then we inject it into the problematic area in order to kind of give uh, a shock to the system and regenerate it. What happens is when these um, soft tissue injuries develop a, an injury pattern, it almost ends up in this chronic inflammation state that, that can't really heal. It was supposed to be acute inflammation, healing, and resolution, but you never got to that resolution. So PRP introduces a bunch of growth factors and healing units to regenerate it and kick it into that act of acute healing inflammation that ultimately resolves. So PRP injections for um, tendonitis issues usually take two or three injections to fully get it um, resolved, but every now and then we get someone that gets full resolution with one or two. Of course, you must do physical therapy, range of motion exercises, all that, that's a key component. If you have arthritis or heart tissue disease, then you're really looking at more stem cell therapy. So stem cell therapy is involved in harnessing your body's stem cells. Your stem cells are youthful cells that can turn into um, almost anything. They can turn into new bone, new cartilage, new tendons, ligaments, muscles, whatever is in the area can stimulate them to turn into whatever tissue you might need. So stem cell therapy is always combined with PRP because PRP is the stimulus. Stem cells are the actually cellular regeneration. So you need both of them in order to regenerate a joint or regenerate an area. So whenever you have arthritis, you've damaged a lot of cartilage and you've lost that cellular structure, that cellular scaffolding. So what we do is we combine the stem cells, which are the cellular scaffolding, with the PRP to tell the stem cells to get to work. And we've had dramatic improvement in people's arthritis pains and movement and flexibility and all that. So it doesn't work for everyone. And I think one of the reasons why people have failures in stem cell therapy is that they're not taking care of their body. So if you're 80 and you're having arthritis and you're inflamed, 
inflamed and you try to go do stem cell therapy, but you have a very inflamed and sick system, then you're harnessing your own body's healing potential, but your own healing potential is kind of terrible. So of course your stem cell therapy is not going to work. So before I do stem cell therapy or PRP on patients, I always make sure that their inflammation is under control, their hormones are in balance, and that their regenerative capabilities, their growth hormones are ideal in order to have the greatest success from the procedure. If you're going to fail from the procedure, then there's no benefit to it and there's only risk. Now the risks are pretty small, but nonetheless, if there's never, if there's no benefit, there's only risk and that's not a good reason to do the procedure. So always try to get healthier before you undergo some sort of procedure. So that's all I have to say about the difference between soft tissue and hard tissue injuries and the different components that you can use, um, PRP being for soft tissue and stem cells being for hard tissue. So if you know someone struggling with arthritis or a soft tissue injury, please share this video with them so they have some alternative ideas to treatment other than just a joint replacement or steroid shots. I've done other videos on how steroid shots actually increase cartilage damage over time and damage the joint quicker and faster. So I'm not a big fan of steroid injections. I'd much rather improve mobility in other ways. So share this video. Thank you for watching.